a quick basic intro. Uh, I am recording now, so yeah, please be on your uh, best behavior. Hi, YouTube. All right. Uh, so this is the Bible class. We're going to be looking at the Christian faith first. I mean, to know our own beliefs and our own backgrounds of why we believe those things. And before we get into world religions, I figure we should know our own beliefs. If, you know, if you guys are Christian, I don't know. And so uh, the Christian faith is an objective faith. Therefore, it must have an object. You guys understand that? There must be an object of what we're trying to, to, to worship or believe about. So the Christian concept of saving faith is a faith that establishes one's relationship with Jesus Christ, who is the, that object that we're talking about. And it's opposed to the average philosophical use of, of religion or faith that we use in classrooms and, and people use today. As there's been a, a cliche that's been tossed around for years. It says, it doesn't matter what you believe, as long as you believe it enough. That doesn't make any sense. People, they believe it. You know, I, mean, I, I consider and say, I believe that I'm six feet tall. If I believe it hard enough, that, that's not going to change anything. It's still not tr- far from true. Um, Five short, and so five short, and so it doesn't matter how how much you believe something if it's if it's false, it doesn't change. You can believe it all you want to, but it doesn't change anything. And so we got to put that that kind of belief mentality to, to to rest. Like I said, it's very prevalent in our culture today that people they believe something enough that that it must be true. Uh, that's called moral relativism, and it's not very good to, to believe. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So the Christian faith is faith in Christ. Uh, Christian faith's value or worth is not in, in the one believing. You know, our, our, our worth is not in, in the person who's believed, not in you or I, but it's actually in the one thing, the one person that is believed in, which is Jesus Christ. And so it's not the one that's trusting God, it's in the one that we can trust in. Does that make sense? So our Christian faith is not based on us or our trust or our beliefs. It's based on who we can believe in and who we can trust in. And that sets us apart from other world religions, and we'll get into that. Before we get into, I mean, other stuff, I mean, the thing we use the most in Christianity and we read is what? The Bible. If we don't believe it's true, then it's not going to do us any good to read it. And so I want to establish with you guys some sort of a uh, belief system of how we can know the Bible is reliable, how we can know it's true, um, and compare it to other, other things. And so just a little bit quick synopsis of the Bible. I, I love this. The Bible is written over a span of 1,500 years. It has over 40, or written over 40 generations of people, written by over 40 different authors from every walk of life, um, from kings to peasants to philosophers to fishermen to poets to statesmen to scholars, etc., etc. Here are a few people that wrote some of, the, some of the books. Moses, he was a political leader. He trained in the universities of Egypt. He was Pharaoh's adopted son, so he... He grew up in, yeah, he was, and he trained in the best schools available. You have, then you have Peter, who was a fisherman and always spoke before he ever thought anything. And <laughs> yeah, you have Amos, who was a herdsman. Joshua was a military general. Nehemiah was just a cupbearer for a king. Daniel was a prime minister. Luke was a doctor. Solomon was a king. Matthew was a tax collector, and Paul was a rabbi. Those are just a very few of the people that wrote or contributed to the writing of the Bible. And we can just see the broad spectrum of people that contributed to this, this great book. It was written in different places. Moses wrote from the wilderness. Jeremiah wrote it in a dungeon. Um, Daniel on a hillside and also inside of a palace. Paul inside of prison walls. Luke while traveling. John on the island of Patmos. And others in the rigors of a military campaign. And so it's written by many different authors from all walks of life. 
written in back settings and, and places. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just cool if you know some of the stories about why the books were written and how they were written. Like, if you look at the, the book of Philippians, and, you know, we always can quote Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's probably one of the, if not the mis, most misused verse in the entire Bible. We always use it, you know. Well, I mean, even says, you know, I'm going to run this race. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. That's not what Paul was saying. Paul was in prison. He's saying, I'm content. If you read the first verses before that. It's taken out of context. Very much so. You're fine. And so Paul was saying, you know, basically, I'm content in, in where I am. I've been beaten. I've been thrown overboard. I've had all these bad things to me, but I'm content knowing that my God is good. Um, Basically saying you can get through it. Yeah, and like I said, he's in prison writing this great stuff. You know, if you read the book of Philippians, it's just amazing that he's in prison writing such a, how thankful he is for these people and stuff. And so it's just cool if you know the stories of when these things were written. Like a bunch of the Psalms kind of tell you. Some of them will say, "Written by my David in the in the wilderness." That's I think Psalm sixty three does that has that one. And so you know those kind of things, and it kind of shows you a little bit more how cool it is what they're trying to what they're saying because it puts it in more context of what was actually going on. Um, and so it's written at different times. Like I said, David wrote in times of war. His dad Solomon wrote him in times of peace. Um, it's wrote, written in different moods, at heights of joy, um, and others write from the depths of sorrow and despair. If you really love the Book of Psalms, you see David's David. I love the Book of Psalms. It's basically David's prayer journal to God, and he wasn't afraid to to um, say not so nice things to God. You know, I mean, look at Psalm twenty-two, verse one: "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" And how often do we, do we pray that to God? We, we think it's kind of a bad thing to do that God would hate us and he would smite us down or something if we prayed something like that. But look at the, I mean, if you see the examples of David, that you know, he's, why did you forsake me? Look at Jesus on the cross. He quoted Psalm 22.1 when he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's, it's okay. I mean, there's a ton of them. And so it's okay to have these thoughts and feelings and emotions toward God. You know, people always say, God won't give you more than you can handle. That's bogus. <laughs> God's given me a lot more than I can handle at times. Right, I mean, that, 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 that sounds. Do what? Yeah, I mean, like right now, that in my, in my life right now, there's a lot of things weighing on my on my heart and on my plate. That just it's very overwhelming. Um, but that doesn't mean my God's still not good during this time. And so, do you have questions? Play with your hand. Okay. All right, that's fine. Um, and so it, it's okay sometimes to 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 write and pray and, and to cry out to God from places of despair. Also at heights of joy, it was written on three different continents. It was written in Asia and Africa and in Europe. It was written in three different languages. Uh, Hebrew was the language of the Old Testament. Uh, Aramaic was written a little bit of it. It was also that was a co- the language that was common to the uh, ancient Near East until the time of Alexander the Great. And then Greek was the language of the New Testament. So you have Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. You may want to write those down. They may be on a quiz at some point in time. What did you say? Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. You may want to write those down. I told you guys to take notes. I told you it's a little le- quick mini lecture today. What about those three? Those are what the three languages that the Bible was written in. Can you have like a B? Yeah, I encourage you guys to get a notebook to take notes. Can we leave it in here? Why do you want to Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. How do you spell? Aramaic, A-R-A-M-A-I-C. I had one letter off. In Greek. 
I'm taking Greek right now, but Greek paper due this week. All right, so Greek. I don't even got that. Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Yes. How do you spell Aramaic? A R A. One second. M A I. C. So Hebrew was the Old Testament. Aramaic was parts of it as well. Like that was just a common language that was spoken at that time. And the Greek was the New Testament. And like I said, the cool thing about this... If, how many of you guys ever read the entire Bible? I tried. Okay. If you, if you look at it and go from Genesis to Revelation, the cool thing is there's one story that covers all of it. And that's God's redemption of mankind. That's, that's, that's the story from Genesis... Yes. It's a revelation. It's the entire story of God's redemption of man. Verses. Do what? Verses. Verses. B-E-R-S-E-S. Yes. And so there's just one whole story from Genesis to Revelation. It's it's cool. I mean, look at said. Go back to the 1500 years to write. 40 different authors from all walks of life. Yet the entire story contained within inside of it all fits and, and goes together. If you were to try to get some people now. Um, even just say ten different authors to write a story, um, and and from all walks of life, they try to write the story. You give them like, you know, maybe it was a, a actually pretty big topic, and they go to write for three months and come back and put it together. There probably won't be a whole lot of cohesiveness to the story. Yet the Bible has that. But it's one of the many things that sets it apart. So tomorrow, we're going to look at some of the different things of. Uh, how we can rely on the Bible to be accurate, to be true, to be trustworthy, uh, where it came from, and all that stuff. And so we're going to look at how it survived through time, through persecution, and through different criticism of people. Um, and also, like I said, just the trustworthiness of, of how we can know that it's not that it's inspired, but that it's a trustworthy document. We're going to look at how it's compared to other old ancient documents like Homer's Iliad and some of Aristotle's works and Caesar's works and those kind of things, and how they're, how the Bible compares to those things in, in, in a historical context. So that's a little bit what we're going to look at tomorrow. Um, you guys have any quick questions about this really quick, small, brief? What would you title this lecture? This lecture, just a um, quick intro about the Bible, I guess. You can look at the authors of the Bible who wrote it, or some of the people at the time. Uh, time span and how it's all one overarching story. Um, once we actually get into the, um, so we're going to look at denominations and world religions. It's first nine weeks. Then we're going to get into some uh, apologetic stuff. At the end of the year, we're going to look at theology and look at how again how we know the Bible is true and different things like that. We'll look at Satan. We'll look at angels. We'll look at demons. We'll look at the end times. I mean, we're going to cover a lot of stuff uh, in this one year. Yes, sir. Um, I have a question about the demons and stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's true that the demons were fallen angels, right? The ones that followed Satan. But is it Satan just like leader of them because he was the first to want to surpass God? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Okay. Nice choice of words there. So, any other questions about what we did today? About the class, about what we're going to be doing. Nothing? Yeah, I like learning about different So we have... When are we going to get into learning about the different um, We'll say tomorrow we'll, do the, we'll, we'll look at the Bible some more about how we can know it's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll examine Christianity so we'll have a basis to start from. 
And then we'll look into world religions and how they compare to Christianity. So either Friday or Monday. Okay. I mean, it's going to be soon. Like, so, but I, I want to get our foundation first on Christianity okay. before we look at the other world religions. Yes. Um, this isn't about the Bible. It's about what it's Some of it is. Yeah, but like most of it's not made around trying to, to convince people. So like, how would you, in everyday situation, if someone just said, uh, if like you just opened your hand saying, yeah, now it's not real, it's just yeah. made up, like what would you say? Um, well, like I said, I was going to read the book of John. At the very end of John, it says, I write these things so you may believe. So it is a persuasive, John is a persuasive letter, basically. But I'm going to get too much of that today for time's sake, plus... After this series, after this nine weeks, we will look at that and how we can know how God is real and all those different things. Well, I mean, that's that's what we're going to look at this week is how we can know the Bible is real, not from just saying the Bible says it is, but from other things outside of the Bible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and so this so this week we'll learn what what we can know about the Bible and how it says it's you know I mean. Or external things, or other things outside the Bible say that it's trustworthy. So, anything else? Right, let me pray for us real quick, and then you guys have uh, five minutes to go to the bathroom, all that kind of good stuff. So, let me pray. God, thank you for the chance to meet this morning, and just to kind of look at a little bit about uh, what we're going to be doing this this semester. We pray that you're in the middle of all this, and this group that they uh, 